Welcome to the Daddyhood Rocks podcast with John Wolford and Brandon Miller. We are here to encourage you, empower you, and strengthen you so you can engage, level up, and have fun being a dad. We are going to have guests, deep conversations, hilarious stories, and insights that will give you the strength you need so you can be the dad you gotta be. And now, here are your hosts, John Wolford and Brandon Miller. Welcome to another episode of the Daddy Hood Rocks podcast. I am John Wolford. This is Brandon Miller, and we are so incredibly excited to have you here. We're so incredibly blessed that you've decided to join us on this journey that we've uh, kind of begun um, and we're continuing. Uh, Brandon, I think this has been just such an incredible uh, adventure with you um, and an adventure with our listeners, too. Um, how are you feeling, man? I, so it's, I count myself really fortunate to have this opportunity to, to do something creative, uh, with my best friend doing something that is therapeutic for me. Uh, and I know it's therapeutic for you, something beneficial for dads. It's something that uh, we're passionate about helping dads uh, just to, to engage, to level up and have fun. Um, so I mean, all the way around it's a win, win, win sort of situation and, and our, our kids uh, hopefully can reap the benefits too. So I, I love it. And I, I feel like we're getting better each time or, you know, most of the time, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes we have to go low tech a little bit, but, uh, but the guests we've had on great variety, great stories with motivation, inspiration. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's been fantastic. So, and, and tonight is definitely no different with, with Eli Morales uh, from Chicago. Um, he and I, uh, we got to work together. Uh, we worked at Books A Million uh, many years ago. Uh, we were both in management and uh, it was it was a, uh, we, we, we helped each other survive uh, our, our time there and uh, through mostly through ridiculous fifth grade style humor and which you and I are no uh, strangers to either. So so yeah, it, what did you think of our podcast uh, with our interview with with him? I mean, it, is this something worth looking forward to? I think it's definitely something worth looking forward to. You know, I think um, yes, we have gotten better, and yes, we have had great guests in the process of getting better. Um, but man, it's just it's so incredible to pick and choose each. And, you know, something from each each guy and even the single moms that we've had on, yes. we've been able to take away from that. And so, you know, yes, this is therapeutic for me. And I, for those of you that don't know, we record on Friday nights. We Yes, we release on Friday nights, but we also record on Friday nights. And for Brandon and I both, um, we look forward to Friday every single week. I mean, we count right. down the days till Friday um, because this is so much fun for us to engage with each other about engaging with, you know, with our kids. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And if you don't have that in your life, um, you know, find that person because this is not just a podcast. This is something for, um, our brotherhood and we're able to, um, play off of each other and learn from each other and grow with each other as dads. So, um, yeah, I, I think, yes, tonight is something to look forward to, but I think every podcast has been something, every interview has been something to look forward to because we've been able to take away from it. Oh, I love it. I love it. And yeah, it's, it's been just a phenomenal journey so far and we're, we're just getting started. So, 
if I'm calculating correctly, I think this is episode 13, I think, uh, 12 or 13. And uh, man, it, it's it's exciting. So with that said, I, I really think our listeners are going to enjoy the heck out of our conversation with Eli Morales. Um, down to earth, fun, funny, uh, and he's, he's passionate about being a dad. It's super clear. So without any further ado, we're going to pass the ball over to Eli Morales. Welcome to another episode of the Daddyhood Rocks podcast. We are here with my friend Eli Morales. Thank you so much for carving out time from the beginning of your weekend to hang out with John, with me. Uh, it is so good to catch up with you. It's been a handful of years since we've actually had a chance to really chat and to catch up. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of life has happened since our days working at Books a Million to now. Uh, but also, <laughs> even apart from working together previously, uh, your wife, my wife, the four of us were able to get some time together with meals and hanging out, having fun, playing games. Uh, and then with, with children getting into the mix, uh, that was mm -hmm. definitely something that we were able to enjoy all together. Um, so, Eli, welcome. Would you take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners, introduce uh, your family, your wife, your son, your your child on the way, your dog, any other pets, <laughs> your zoo? Go ahead and introduce uh, yourself. Appreciate it. Um, first off, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I really, it's, it's an honor to be on this kind of a podcast. I've been on a couple of other sports podcasts, but this is something... Um, a little bit bigger in terms of mm. meaning. So I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, my name is Eli. Um, I'm turning 30 this year, big three zero. Um, I have been married for five years to my wonderful, beautiful wife, Rebecca. Um, we have a three-year-old, Ezekiel. Uh, we call him Zeke, obviously, for short. He is a bundle of joy. Um, he, I feel like he skipped his tail. And we were talking about this in, in the pre-show, but I feel like he, he, he didn't, his two, because I don't like to put the terrible two labels on kids because I feel like it's just like bad juju, I guess. <laughs> um, but he definitely skipped his terrible twos and he has been a handful as a three-year-old um so that's that's been great but i mean he's he's at the same time he's just developing his own character like he's becoming an actual little person now so um just like saying new things obviously and doing new things and just making us laugh all the time so that's been great um and my wife is pregnant with our second child uh we just we found out on christmas eve so that's awesome. That was crazy. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was an awesome Christmas present. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we don't know the gender yet. We'll find out in a couple of weeks, but we are hoping and praying for a girl. Um, the reason being is because I have two brothers, two older brothers. I have, I believe it's six nephews, six or seven nephews. Uh, one niece who lives in Florida. Hard to keep track of, right? Be Becca has three younger brothers. So it's just all boys in both of our families. So 
we want a girl. We, my mom is also praying for a girl. She wants a girl so bad. Um, she has her granddaughter, but like I said, she lives in Florida, so she doesn't see her very much. Um, so yeah, we're, we're hoping for a girl. Um, the baby is due September 8th, which is same month as my birthday, September 23rd. Zeke's birthday is October 11th. So fall time is just chaotic for us, <laughs> which we, we love it. Um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much me. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Appreciate that's it. That's awesome. You uh, left out a really important fact that you're a huge Uh-oh. Chicago sports fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can respect that. Go Red Wings. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> you have a podcast, Deep Dish and Sports. Um, yeah. What's your favorite thing about working with your co-host, Bruce, and doing your podcast? Um, man, Bruce is like a brother to me. Um, we've known each other for, I don't know how many years, but it's been years. Um, and the way we kind of started it was we worked together at a company called American Transport Group. And we were, we were working in the same department and, um, we sat like right back to back with each other. And all we would do is talk sports we would get little to no work done. And I mean, all we would do is just argue about sports, debate, talk, just everything. And we were like, you know what? We need to to actually work. Let's (laughs) do something away from work. Let's just start a podcast. Why not? Um, And I mean, I listened to sports talk radio. Waddle and Sylvie were kind of like my, my inspirations into... Uh, starting a podcast. I wanted to be in sports radio for a while because of them. But uh, yeah, we were just like, let's, let's just do it. If no one listens to us, so what, at least we have a platform to, to, you know, to talk sports and and do what we love. So we started the podcast um, and Bruce is just, he's an awesome co-host. We just, we gelled from the start of the podcast. I mean, the, the biggest compliment that we would get from people who listen to us was how well we would play off of each other. He's so calm, cool, collected. I'm kind of like, I'm not a hothead, but I'm definitely more animated than he is, especially in topics that I'm much more um, passionate about, like Andy Dalton signing for one year, $10 million. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's, He's the best co-host. Like I, I wouldn't ask for another co-host ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love doing the podcast. It's 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 an outlet. You know what I mean? It's it's a place to escape. It's a place to kind of greet, get your creative juices flowing, which I'm sure you guys have experienced that as well doing this podcast. Um, but it's it's definitely it's therapeutic. It's definitely therapeutic. It, it really, especially in a time where like taking care of your mentals is in the utmost importance yeah. now with, you know, quarantining and COVID and everything going on in the world. Uh, it's nice to just jump on a mic for an hour, an hour and a half, not worry about all your stresses, except maybe sports stresses, <laughs> depending <laughs> on what teams you're a fandom of. Um, but yeah, and just talk sports. It's, it's awesome. I love it. Now, speaking of, of the mentals, and and mm-hmm. stress. How about that Chicago Bears quarterback situation? Mitchell Trubisky out, going to the Bills to be a backup. 
And then yeah. now you have your the love of your life, Andy Dalton, signing with the Bears to be the, the starter. What's your hot take on that? Man, um, you know, you I really I, when I saw this question on the questions that you sent me, I was like, I'm going to talk sports this entire podcast. Um, you shouldn't have put that question in here because You're I have too much to say about it. <laughs> but um, editing is a beautiful man. thing. It's <laughs> that's true. That's true. Amen. Um, no, it's it's. I mean, it's disappointing. It sucks. Um, but at the same time, what what were you expecting as a Bears fan? I mean, you look at Ryan Pace's history of of quarterbacks that he's uh, acquired and. I mean, he's acquired a quarterback in every single way that you can acquire one. Draft, free agency, and trade. And has failed at all of them. Um, and I don't, I mean, obviously, Andy Dalton coming in, saying that he's expecting to start, which they told Mike Glennon the same thing when he came in and look how that went. But yeah, it's just a microcosm of the franchise. I mean, even before I was a fan, like uh, you hear people talk about it all the time. We have in the history of the franchise, we have never had a 4,000 yard passer yeah. ever 100 plus years of football history. And you haven't had a 4,000 yard passer. Um, <laughs> that just, that says it all. One of my I mean, mental health outpatient therapy clients actually blamed me as a Denver Broncos fan for, you know, having us <laughs> send Jay Cutler your way. And that was kind of the start of a downhill slide in, in modern era terms. So you're yeah, welcome. I mean, it, it, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and that's, uh, that's another part of the equation. Jay Cutler is the greatest quarterback in Chicago bears history. That just, that also says it all like that's mind boggling. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks. This season's gonna be long. And, and I, and I would love to sit here and say that, you know, I'm not going to watch or I'm, I'm not going to, you know, buy Bears paraphernalia or like tell fans not to go to games. But in the NFL, it's different. Like they have so much money. Um, it's it's really hard to hit the owner's pockets, kind of like how I don't know if you guys were paying attention to the Bulls. But when they had guard packs, you know, fans were just like fire guard packs. Don't go to games. It's different when you have 42 home games to affect that hits their right. pockets a lot more than eight home games yeah. in, in the NFL. So uh, there's nothing that we can do at this point except complain as much as possible and hope that they hear us at this point. Good luck. That's, that's it. <laughs> We're going to need it. I appreciate it. <laughs> so shifting gears a ton. Um, well, I don't know. I mean – Bears management is kind of clowns, and so is Brandon. So you met Ooh. Brandon at Booker Million. <laughs> Shots fired. I, I, I had to segue somehow. That was a good, that was a good segue. <laughs> you, you both um, began your work at Books A Million. That's how you mm -hmm. met. Um, what was it like having to work with Brandon? Wow. Um, loaded question. It was a nightmare. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was it was great, man. It, it was great um, meeting Brandon, this short, bald guy. That all he would do was 
when you would repeat something, he would squawk like a parrot. Um, or give out <laughs> give out Kermit the Frog impressions. Um, the two things I probably remember most about Brandon. But no, he he. If it wasn't for Brandon, I would have lost my. Can I say damn? I would have lost my damn mind at Books a Million. Um, it, uh, it it was great. I mean, we had a lot of other great co-workers too, like Maggie. She was great. Um, Dennis, obviously. Um, but like Brandon, especially with us, both of us being managers, and we were able to kind of like dictate how days would go and um, – it, it, it was great. And I'm, I'm so blessed to have met you, Brandon. Um, yeah. Cause Please. outside of work, obviously we, <clears throat> we had that, the podcast or the not podcast, the, the Bible study at, mm-hmm. at your house. And, uh, that blessed me and Becca so much. Awesome. Like we, we, uh, we actually, it's funny because we just started a, uh, Podcast. Wow. <laughs> you Can you tell how much I want to get back Bible into podcasting? <laughs> we should just do a podcast about Bible study. That's right. <laughs> um, no, we, we just started a Bible study with Becca's younger brother, Jeremy, uh, awesome. and his girlfriend. And it's crazy because we're doing the book of Mark, which is what me and, and, and or me, Becca, and you and, and Kara did. And we're doing it the exact same way too, really? which is even crazier. But oh, wow. yeah, it's it's you guys' relationship with us has had a, a lasting effect, no doubt. And we miss you guys a lot. We miss you too, for sure. I mean, it, the mark of a good friendship is when you can be as ridiculous as you want to be, and just mm. stupid, but then <laughs> turn on a dime and have a serious conversation. That's yeah. the sign of a good friendship. And uh, yep. so agreed. So yeah, that that's awesome. Now. Um, speaking of jobs, I mean, we, it's obviously it's no secret that we both had a tough time working at Books a Million. Um, yeah. It was it was a toxic environment, uh, and we mm-hmm. tried to combat that as much as possible. Um, for dads who are listening to this, who are working their butts off at jobs that either just they they're struggling with, they can't stand, or they just downright hate. What mm-hmm. advice do you have for those dads who are wanting to provide for their family? but yet it is a drag every single day. What advice do you have for those dads? Um, man, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough one. Um, my advice would be to try and find something else only because, and, and we talked about it a little bit, but it, the times that we're living in, it's so mental health is so important. Mm-hmm so important um i can't tell you how many times i've been uh or my wife and son have been the victim of me coming home you know after a bad day at work uh at a job that i didn't like and just taking my day out on them and uh it's something that can really 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 affect uh dads i mean men i mean you when you are Cause a lot of women are stay at home moms, which is, which is great. Um, but when you're kind of, when you're, it's not a burden, but when you have that kind of weight on your shoulders to carry your family financially, that alone, I don't care if you love your job, that alone is a lot of weight. Yeah. So, um, 
I, I would, my first advice would be to try to find something else. Uh, something that you obviously wouldn't take home with you. You wouldn't, because uh, I mean, like the most important thing is for you to, to, to be mentally okay to spend time with your significant other, whether that be your wife or girlfriend, whoever it is, your baby mama. <laughs> um, and then obviously your kids put, because it's already taxing coming home to work. Like I said, even if you like your job, going from work to now you have to go home and be a dad. You have to go home and be a husband. Um, that that in itself is is a lot. So I would advise to to try and find something else. If you can't, therapy. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, one one thing that... I've noticed going in um, to the nursing field and working in a hospital, especially during this time, um, I noticed pretty early on that I was taking that home with me. You know, oh, I lost yeah. multiple patients today. And so I had to find that outlet somewhere. Um, and sometimes it, it is, it's, it's Brandon. Like I've got mm. Brandon, I'm going to message him about it or, you know, find somebody, even if you're not going to a therapist, um, it's so important for you to have that outlet say, Hey, I had a crap day at work today. You know, you got to have that, that, that outlet. So, um, sure. yeah, I definitely can respect that. Um, fast forwarding to now you've got a son and you've got a kiddo on the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, you've got this weird experience and we all dads have felt it this first time you're becoming a dad. Um, it's weird. It's kind of awkward. It's kind of like, is this happening? Um, how did, what was it like when you first found out you were going to be a dad? Oh, uh, it was very, it was weird. You, I mean, you put it perfectly. Like it was, <laughs> it didn't feel real until like there was, we had like a 3d ultrasound and you can see like the entire, shape of the baby's face and the heart and just all of that. That's when it was like, holy crap, this is actually happening. Um, but I mean, it was, it wasn't planned. Our neither pregnancy was planned, but it was a, mm -hmm. it was a huge surprise. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, it just didn't feel real. It didn't feel real until like I said, you started to get a heartbeat, you get the ultrasounds and, and all that. And it was just, I mean, you put it perfectly. It was, it was weird. It was a very weird feeling, but I was excited though. I was super excited. Obviously, um, you know, uh, when, when you get married, one of the first questions you get obviously is when are you guys having kids? When are you guys having yeah. kids? So it was like, me and Becca had already been married for two years. So it was like, okay, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Even though it wasn't planned, it's a good time. So, yeah. yeah that's cool. Now, as far as your daddyhood journey, mm -hmm. what do you know now that you really wish you would have known then? Um, probably, probably to enjoy every little moment mm. because the, the cliche that you always hear once you when like when you're expecting or once you have like an infant is enjoy it. It goes by so fast. And then everyone tells you that and you're like, okay, okay, we get it. We get it. But it's so true. Like it's, 
you don't realize why everyone tells you it until time goes by and you're like, oh my God, my kid is walking and talking. And I miss the times when you you could just lay your baby down in a bassinet and they would just sleep and you would just watch them sleep. And it was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would definitely be to, um, to just slow your mentals down, enjoy each day as it came, enjoy each moment that you got to burp your little one, that you got to have them sleep in your arms. Uh, because now my son is at the point where he sometimes doesn't even want to hug me. And it's just like, dang, where did time go? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> man. All right. Yeah, you definitely, you miss those cuddles. I've, you know, as the twins have turned one, it's like, okay, cool. You're pulling on the dog's ears, but can we just like, <laughs> can we go back to where you were cuddly and soft and everything was beautiful because holy cow. <laughs> when, when, yeah. when Xander was three, this was one of the most heartbreaking moments uh, early on. So every night the bedtime routine would be, you know, sing a song, say a prayer. Xander, daddy loves you. I love you very much. And when he hit the terrible threes, Mm. He was like this one night. He was like in a bad mood, and he said, "Daddy, I not love you." And was like, oh, you just said that. And uh, and so there was like maybe two months where every night I would still say, "Hey, I love you. Good night, Daddy. I not love you." <laughs> okay, so I'm glad I persevered because now, oh, man. so he, he moved past that thankfully. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you don't miss those moments. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely yeah. cherishing them with the next baby for sure. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of cherishing moments, um, what's your favorite game or toy to play with um, Zeke when you guys are hanging out? I love playing hide and seek with him just because it's so it's so funny when he can't find me. Yes. <laughs> and I have and I forgot to mention this in my intro, um, but I have a 90 pound blue nose pit bull. He also plays hide and seek with my son when he's trying to find me. My dog will try to find me too at the same time. So when my son can't find me, he'll go find my dog to sniff me out. Yes. And it's it's hilarious. But the one thing that I'm looking forward to in terms of toys to play with my son is Legos. Oh, yeah. I love Legos. I walk by the Lego aisle debating buying Legos for myself, not for Zeke, for myself. Yes. Um, I love Legos so much, so I cannot wait for him to have that big old tub full of Legos and just build with him. I, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. So, Eli, would you please share? We love to talk with our guests about embarrassing moments, most disgusting moments. Uh, and so for you, what is your most embarrassing daddyhood moment? Uh, there was one time where uh, Zeke vomited on the floor um and went put him down he was an infant at this point could not walk don't know where my wife was but i put him down and uh i thought his vomit was just you know a little bit on my shoulder so i was like oh that's it's no problem just put him down and wipe it up and it'd be nothing but didn't realize that it was just projectile vomit behind me. And there was a whole bunch of vomit behind me, put him down, turned around, slipped on his vomit. Ooh. Um, didn't completely fall, caught myself. 
Um, but yeah, and I was wearing socks, so the, <laughs> I would have rather have not been wearing socks because I hate the feeling of wet socks. Yes. But then the feeling of wet vomit sock. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. is even worse. That's nasty. So, that is so nasty. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty. I mean, no one no one saw me, so you know. Thank you, God, for that one. Uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty. It, it took a hit to my self ego a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so speaking of that, we've got dads who are just so excited to be dads. That's such a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. um, including the vomit. It is a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. So, um, our podcast is here to encourage new dads and young dads, dads just getting into the game. Um, whatever that may mean. Um, so what advice do you have for dads that, that are new, are young, getting into the game for the first time, even if it's uh, for the first time um, in an older child's life? What what advice do you have? Patience. Um, you're going to need a lot of patience. And I know for men, that's hard, especially, I know we we talked about men that are working and may not like their jobs, your days are long, whatever, leave that at work, come home and just cherish your child, like just cherish them. Like, and, and it goes kind of back piggyback, picking back off of what I said in terms of uh, what I didn't know back then. And what I know now is cherishing those moments. Um, take every day in itself and just just completely um you know forget all the the outside crap and just cherish your child love on them um and also whatever you do and this is very true i didn't realize it until recently because my son is three now but everything you do around them they pick up on everything you do so just be very careful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with what you do around them, what you say around them, because uh, they pick up on all of it. So just be conscious, obviously. But yeah, for the most part, just just really appreciate those moments. Don't take it for granted because um, it really does go by fast. And it's such a cliche. It's a broken record. I know everyone says it. It goes by so fast, but it really does. It really, really, really does. So, I mean, to, to always have your camera ready or your phone yes. to, you know, take those funny videos or those, those, um, you know, those, those Kodak moments, even though we don't use Kodak cameras anymore. Uh, but yeah, that would probably be my advice. Love it. And another thing I think just tying into that is, is making sure that that whether you're you're married or it's you know boyfriend girlfriend situation, just your 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 partner seeing each other as tag team partners that you're in this together, because uh, it hundred percent. So it you know you're together, it, you're better together. And uh, a book's a million story, um, oh. highly embarrassing, but that's okay. The intent <laughs> the intent was really good. Stuff <laughs> in the back. The the delivery was not <laughs> the the delivery was not so good. So, uh, so oh, I was getting ready to head off to work and I knew that my wife, Kara, was not feeling well that day. Um, I, I think actually it might have been a little bit of a morning sickness, to be honest. And so I knew that, hey, I'm heading off to work. She's going to go take a nice hot bath. 
Sounds great. So I got settled into work at, at the office there at Books A Million, and I sent Kara a text. Hey, I, I hope you're feeling better. How's your bath? But I'm not the one. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I did not send that text to Kara. I sent that text to dear old Eli. <laughs> he didn't let me hear the end of it. So he texted back I did, something like, you know, my bath was fine. Or it just, I don't remember exactly what, but I was so embarrassed. But oh what, do, what do you remember from that, Eli? Oh, man, it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Um, I actually think I, I actually screenshotted it and yep. posted it on social media. You as most well. certainly did. <laughs> because I had to. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I had to. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was it was a classic, classic moment. And no, I did not let you live it down because <laughs> if if the shoe were on the other foot, you wouldn't let me live it down. So <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. No. What I do that? <laughs> what what are you implying? Uh, <laughs> man. But well, yeah, it was classic. Yeah. It, and and the, the cool thing is if you can't laugh at yourself, who else are you gonna laugh at? So I, I provide plenty of inter- plenty of, of laughable material. So um so Eli, <laughs> it, it has been awesome to be able to hang out with you this evening on on this episode of the Daddyhood Rocks podcast, just it's gone by so fast. It's been super enjoyable, <laughs> and uh, just your your down to earth delivery of just your passion and your love for being a dad, and uh, that's refreshing. And I know that our listeners will will definitely just get a whole lot out of that. Um, so, apart from your shameless plug that we'll do here in a moment, <laughs> any other comments or anything else you want to put on the table oh, for our listeners before we wrap up for today? Uh, uh, no, 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 not nothing. Um, just thank you to you guys again for having me. Um, I love the, what you guys are doing. It's like I said in, in the pre-show, like it's, it's so different from what everyone else, because I like everyone's making podcasts nowadays. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, and what you guys are doing is, is very uplifting. It's, it's super helpful, um, to, to a bunch of people out there. So I'm hopeful that, you know, as many people as possible can, can, you know, listen to your guys' podcast, especially the dads, um, because I, I love what you guys are doing. It's, it's great. Awesome. Well, thank you. As far as podcasts go, here is where we are going to insert <laughs> shameless plug here. So Deep Dish and Sports, how can we find you? How can our listeners jump on board with your amazing podcast? Yeah, so um, you could find us on pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's called Deep Dish and Sports. This is our logo. Um, that's what it looks like. And yeah, we were available on, on Apple iTunes, um, Spotify, Google Play, uh, like I said, pretty much anywhere you can you can find a podcast, and then also YouTube, um, Deep Dishes YouTube.com slash uh, Deep Dishes Sports. We put like little segments of of our episodes up on there, and I try to edit them and, and make them look cool and funny. But um, I'm sure that takes a lot of yeah. Work. We <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no, whoop, wait. Was that a shot? <laughs> that's fired um no but i mean we haven't put it up an episode in a while um me and bruce have have kind of taken a a couple month long sabbatical for 
multiple reasons, most of them personal, but yeah, we plan on jumping on soon. So awesome. make sure you guys at least go subscribe. And then when, once we put a new episode up, uh, you'll be, you'll be notified. And in the meantime, do some, some binge watching, binge listening, catch up from the beginning, see what yes. you guys have put on, uh, put out there and enjoy the heck out of it. And then wait for the next episode. Yes, go listen to us uh, vent about the Bears because it's going to be very similar to what our next episode will probably be. <laughs> All right. Man, well, lover of Andy Dalton. I mean, sorry, Eli. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, awesome to hang out. And our our season one ends on Father's Day, which we're really excited about. And then season awesome. two picks up in the end of August. So we definitely would love to, to reach out and see if you'd be willing to jump in sometime during – uh, season two, because uh, we just uh, we really enjoyed this podcast and uh, it, great catching up with you. So, all right, of course, <laughs> of course. All right, guys. All right, dude. Uh, yeah, just just hit me up. I've, of course, I'll be I'll be willing to jump back on with you guys. It was uh, it was a pleasure. Awesome, dude. All right, well, have a great night and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we will see you sometime soon. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. See you, Eli. Thank you. What a great interview with Eli Morales. Uh, so it was a chance for three fifth graders to hang out together trying to do a podcast. He's what every every dad should aspire to be. I mean, he's he's easygoing. He's um, he loves his kids, and he he said something that really stuck out to me, and that was, um, "Don't miss those little moments." You know, the burping yep. of the baby, the cuddle in the baby. Every dad should aspire to not miss those moments and should focus on not missing those moments because they are going to be gone one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now thinking of, of just cherishing those moments, I, I think we have lots of opportunities to kind of stand up and to step forward and to, to help our families in, in various ways in the day to day in, in the big picture of things. Um, so John, have you, can you think of an example of maybe when you've like come out of your shell for the sake of your family? Yeah. I mean, I exited the army in 2017 with a plan to become a doctor. I had uh, entered into a pre-medicine degree at uh, Bethel university, um, formerly Bethel college here in Northern Indiana. And I was excited about it. I was going to become a doctor. There was nothing that was going to stand in my way. Um, but, you know, as I began kind of a really long and arduous process of um, battling for custody of my boys and getting some time with my boys, um, I realized that that was just not going to be possible. And then uh, met my wife and we wanted to have more kids. Um, and I, I just realized that med school wasn't going to cut it. And um, so I decided to go into nursing and I didn't want to at the time. Um, in fact, I uh, kind of disliked the thought of even becoming a nurse, um, but I, I took that on the chin, and I'm glad that I did um, because I love nursing now, and I'm so thankful for nursing because uh, it really has given me a completely new outlook on um, life as a dad and life as a husband, and um yeah, it's just been awesome, but it was a really difficult process to change the mindset that I had uh, to go into this profession. 
but you are on the doorstep of being done, uh, being able to be done with schooling, getting into your job that you've already locked down. And, uh, and so then, then the fun really begins. Uh, and then with that, you're going to be able to provide really well for your family. Absolutely. Yep. And I'll have time with my family, which is something that I wouldn't have had had I continued my own selfish desire to become a doctor. That's that's huge. So with that, in a, in a, in a way, you have come out of your shell for the sake of your family. You have won the I am not shellfish. This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. You've won the I'm not shellfish award. And not, congratulations, I, sir. I, I appreciate that. I will um, write my speech to the Academy at a later date. Uh, you can look forward to that. But I appreciate wait. the I am not shellfish award. All right. Wonderful. Well, dude, uh, we are so uh, it's great being on this train that's going 100 miles an hour, barreling down the tracks and we're picking up guests along the way. And that's not changing. We have some pretty uh, notable names coming up. A uh, lot of fun coming up, and uh, just it, it's uh, we're we're running with a full head of steam towards Father's Day, uh, the end of season one. Imagining ahead, this is an unscripted question for you, bro. What are you most excited about jumping into season two when we do that later on in the fall, towards say the end of August? You know, one thing that I've been thinking about is you know, we've been coming up on we've been coming up with stuff a lot on the fly and it's just kind of like you said that train's going 100 miles an hour sometimes it feels like it's 200 miles an hour or yeah. even 300 miles an hour um but we're always coming up with stuff i can't wait to have just a few months of planning with you yes. to do um you know really big things we want to get um you our listeners involved in any way that we can um and so maybe it will be interviews maybe we'll have something else and i can't wait to have months of planning just huge things to um kick off season two with and season two is going to be longer than season one has been and so we're going to have all of this time to plan for all of this time and so I'm really excited to uh, to be able to do that. And I'm excited for the conversations that you and I are going to be able to have behind the scenes um, to make everything um, that we throw out just fantastic and awesome. No, oh, I couldn't have said that better myself. That uh, it's, you know, onward and upward, just improving in every which way, uh, just being able to to be deliberate with how we put this out there to, to be a benefit to dads. And uh, we want to, again, we, we've said this many times, we have huge hopes and dreams for Daddyhood Rocks, even beyond just a podcast. Whoever you are, single moms, dads, uh, jump on in. Uh, follow us on all the social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and of course, we're here video-wise on, uh, on YouTube. For now, it's BK Miller. Uh, easy to find. We'll transition eventually to the Daddy Hood Rocks podcast channel. But in the meantime, find us there on any of the platforms that carry your favorite podcasts. We are there. And we would love to continue this journey with you. Whether you've listened to every single episode, watching us uh, you know, act like fools, or if you're just brand new to the party, keep on going with us. Because uh, this is just going to be uh, continue to be an amazing adventure. So with that said, 
We appreciate you. And we are so glad that you're part of this thing. John, I appreciate you. And let's just keep on going. Uh, with that said, Daddyhood rocks. And so do you. <laughs>